Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. Well, welcome, welcome to the show, the DL Link Show, where we connect you through insights and information and illumination. Um, Nikki Seberini here with you on 101.9 High FM. As always, such a pleasure and really a privilege to be with you for the next hour. If you've just joined for the first time, just started listening, welcome. Great to have you on board. Um, really, we, we like to spend time sharing extraordinary stories with you because isn't it the stories that connect us? Um, and um, yeah, we just get to see what possibilities lie in this incredible um, life of ours. So the DL Link, um, always reaching out within the community, helping, uplifting, supporting, creating amazing connections within the community. And every few months, there is really a very exciting um, event that they have. They're always working on events. This team is just phenomenal. And it's that time of the year again when we start thinking about the Three C's Dinner. And the Three C's Dinner is fabulous because you're bringing the cancer and corporates and comedy together. Um, and not just corporates, but you're bringing it all together for an amazing evening of entertainment and laughter and fun. But also, again, uh, a reminder of how precious this life is, a reminder that people are walking some very challenging paths and a reminder that we can uplift others as well as ourselves. So this three C's dinner is happening. Um, it's going to be taking place on the 19th of February. Um, Nick Rabinovitz, as always, um, will be keeping you entertained. But the, 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 what's really exciting about this year's Three C's Dinner is guess who is going to be performing? The Mzanzi Youth Choir. Now, you've heard of the Mzanzi Youth Choir. They are amazingly talented. And they got the gold, you know that golden buzzer um, on America's Got Talent? They got the golden buzzer. They They reached the... Um, was it the finals? Anyway, they went very far in America's Got Talent and they are going to be performing on the night. So it's happening in Santon. The price for a table is 18,000 Rand. Um, and as I said, you know where the money goes to. Um, it's a very important and it's a big fundraiser for the DL Link. So, you know, it's already the 25th of Jan. Um, don't hesitate. It is around the corner. So please contact um, the DL Link directly if you're interested or go to the website. Um, the number to dial is 485-3269 or just go to www.dllink.co.za to get um, all the information. 19th of Feb, you do not want to miss it out. It's going to be fantastic. So as I said, 25th of Jan, and I, 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 I keep finding myself saying, where did the time go? But I'm wondering if at the beginning of the year, you set yourself any goals or you had an idea of how you wanted or you want 2024 to roll out. Um, and if you did set goals, how are they looking? Um, have you already thrown them up in the bin? Um, are you on track? Um, do you shake and shudder when I mention the word uh, goals? Are you um, fired up when I mention the word goals? Like, what is it about us as human beings that we like to set goals? Some of us 
can reach them and for others it's 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 a real challenge and then we feel awful about ourselves when we don't pursue them um so I have such an unbelievable um, guest on the show. He was on the show all the way back in 2020. He, in 2007, had a harrowing experience. There was a house invasion. Um, he was shot and he was stabbed. And he woke up in ICU and he was paralyzed from the chest down. Um, he used to play, I think he was the former Lions Sevens rugby player. He was such an athlete and, you know, an, an accident like an accident, a, 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 an injury like this um, could set anybody back. But Darren Thomas is just phenomenal because he's now a South African para-athlete. He is competing around the world. He is not being held back by the limitations and the challenges that he has faced. And so we're going to be talking to Darren about goals, really. And he's just come back from a, a, an incredible um, a, a CrossFit um uh, at the, I think it's called Woodapalooza in Miami. Um, he's just come back. He's made history as the first adaptive male crossfit athlete from Africa to win a bronze. Um, and this is a man who knows what to do with goals, right? So I think he's going to have some important things to share with us. Darren, welcome and welcome back to the show. It's lovely to have you back on the show. Darren, are you there? We can't hear you. Perhaps you're on mute. No. Can you hear me now? Oh, there you are. Oh, you there we go. So, You've appeared. How are that. you, Darren? Fine and you. Thanks for having me back on. Oh, it's great to have you on the show and congratulations. As oh, I said, we so last spoke to you in 2020. Um, we were, we, we, you know, you came onto our radar because of that, um, you know, it was that you were, it was that the rope. Remember you were climbing yes. with that, that, that chair rope climb, yes, which was yeah. so phenomenal. And now in 2024, look what you've done. So you are the first adaptive male CrossFit athlete from Africa to win a bronze at Wadapalooza in Miami. What is, what is that? What, first of all, what is a South African para athlete in terms of CrossFit? Well, I guess we, we, we what they like to call us now is adaptive athletes. So Ad um, it's good. I yeah, like that. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's a, so and it's called adaptive CrossFit. Uh, obviously, because you'd have to change a few things, but um, but yeah, we it's really big overseas, and it, it, um, I, I caught on to it in twenty twenty one where they um, actually did the CrossFit Open and they invited the adaptive division, and we were actually allowed to compete. And when um, when I saw that, I thought there's something new for me to try, and um, uh, I went. I went and I did some workouts. Uh, we had to submit them online with video, and you could go and check your scores and and try and see where you kind of stood against the rest of the world. And uh, I ended up being quite competitive, so it, it sparked me and it really just ignited that that competitive spirit in me again to get going, you know. And so. Um, yeah, so I, I it, the bug bit, you know. They say, they say, how do you know someone does CrossFit? And it's the, it's because they'll tell you, you know. But it's, that's pretty much what happens. You've happened. got to be bitten by the bug. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just mad. But Darren, so for those people who don't know what CrossFit is, I know that it's, it's like this fitness regime. It's high intensity and it's a whole lot of different exercises. Correct me if I'm wrong, and let's just explain to the audience so we're all on the same page. Yes. Yeah, so what that, so what it is, it's basically taking 
all kinds of fitness. So you take uh, aspects from gymnastics, from strength, and from cardio, and you put them all together. And so it's uh, it's they call the athletes the fittest in the world because they're doing all of those things, and it's kind of uh, the workouts end up being between twenty minutes long, sometimes thirty, sometimes only ten, but it's really high intensity, and um, you you end up doing either as many reps as possible within an allotted time, or you try and do uh, a workout four time, so for the for the fastest time. So there are different there are different ones that they okay. give you, but it's it's yeah, it's all about very high intensity and never stop moving type movements. Wow. wow, wow, wow! So now let's translate that to um, adaptive CrossFit. So what do you do um, different? Like what are yeah. you? Yeah. So so what what we would do is is they would take a workout for the for the able bodied guys and they're basically adapted to to do the movement that's most similar um, that obviously would require us to you know be able to do something so so when you have something like um a box jump um you would uh, we would do something called a u-turn so we would actually do a u-turn around a box and around a box again and so there's different different adaptations to the different movements but things like um snatches and clean and presses and um those things we still do um as normal but we're just sitting down you know so it, mm. it, is, it is a bit more challenging but um but yeah, we can still adapt and do them as as we need to. But but it's it's quite amazing because um, you know as as movements go, there's quite a lot that you can do to adapt and, and make them pretty similar to the able-bodied guys. You know, so we we almost work off the same the same workout, but just a few changes. So let's just I mean it's 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 unbelievable that you're doing it because a, a CrossFit is is tough enough, but. I could, and again, please correct me if I'm wrong, Darren. It, it, it's putting a lot more pressure on your upper body, obviously, right? So you're yeah. taking a lot more in your upper body, and so yeah. your core strength is important. So how does that work, Darren? Are you using your core? I mean, you are paralyzed from the chest down. Yeah. So because I don't really have core or ab activation or core activation, you kind of um, you, there's certain ways to adapt the movements. I, I use a lot of, like for a clean, I'd, I'd have to use a lot of my body's momentum to lean forward and swing back to get the weight up. Um, but 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 you activate as best you can. It's tough because I'm, I'm in a tough category, especially at this competition. I was in a really tough category where the guys were, um, you get a with hip division and a without. And, and with, with hip means that the guys are able to move their legs, um, but still train from a wheelchair, you know. So I was, I was in the division had been mixed. So I was up against kind of all of them, you know. So, um, so yes, it was a, it was, it was a tough division and, and, and going against some of some really, really crazy fit athletes. But, um, but it was an incredible experience. Sure. And this is, okay, we're going to chat more after the break, but you, so you're up against, in this hectic division, you're up against those who can use their legs, which yeah, so, so, sounds so, a bit unfair to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what they say, yeah. I think just because the competition's so big and, um, and they can't always scale as they need to for this specific competition, you kind of know what you're going, what you're in for, you know. So yeah. the guys aren't allowed, they're not allowed to use their legs to help them, but they can still, you know, they have still have leg movement. So it's, it's one of those things. Okay. So, 
So we're going to take a break. After the break, let's talk a little bit about this experience in Miami, you getting this bronze, which is phenomenal. And then we're going to zip all the way back to my introduction about the goals. Because when I spoke to you in 2020, you know, you spoke about goals. And, and I just think it's a great reminder at this time of the year where some people may have kind of fallen by the wayside. So stay with us, Darren. We're going to be right back. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Welcome back to the show. I have Darren Thomas, who's a South African para-athlete on the show. We last spoke to Darren in December 2020, and we're following up with this legendary South African who is doing great things. He is, uh, as I said, a para-athlete. He's made history as the first adaptive male CrossFit athlete from Africa to win a bronze at the Wodapalooza in Miami. And it really does show past uh, resilience, uh, showcase resilience and determination in the face of um, paralysis. So Darren, I mean, getting ready for this competition for, for I mean, is that correct? What a palooza? What, yes, I mean, that's right. Is it's that called, just the name so, of it or? Yeah. So, so the, the CrossFit workouts is normally called a WOD, which is a workout of the day. And so oh, they took oh. WOD and then made it a, a WOD a palooza, you know. And so just, just made a palooza. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, that's it. Um, so, so, so it's the it's it's probably the biggest CrossFit competition in the world as um, as celebration and kind of fest, a festival goes. It's basically called a fitness festival, um, and and second to the CrossFit Games, which is where where the the fittest in the world is really decided. Um, this would be the biggest competition, and I think I think the biggest in attendance and and obviously just the size of it. So. Um, so it appealed to me because it was the first uh, it was the first crossfit competition that included all adaptive divisions so um so they said give us a give us something and we'll do it you know so the guy said okay we want adaptive and they said we'll bring them all and we'll make it work and so because they they worked on this inclusivity from the beginning that was really the one that i wanted to go to first if i was going to travel all the way to america and if i was able to qualify obviously um mm-hmm. the 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 standards were pretty high but uh, and and who doesn't want to go to Miami and 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 do workouts that are almost right <laughs> on the right on the beach, you know? Sure. So, Darren, how did you? Yeah, I mean, obviously, lots of training, um, yeah. and you had to, you know, get to a particular stage. But I know that you got involved with fundraising and you got sponsors yeah. on board. I mean, it didn't just you didn't just climb on an airplane. This was a this was a big no. job. Yes, I think you know the qualifiers were were in uh, in September, and we had to do um, five sets of qualifiers. But you had to have a registered judge to judge you, you had to video it and show your weight and show everything. So it's quite quite a serious process, um, so that somebody can't just cheat, you know. And you'd have to yeah. submit those via YouTube, and then they would obviously check your workouts and see whether you qualify or not. And then um, it turned out that I that I actually qualified, and then. Then, then the reality hit is like, how do we get there? You know, to to self fund yourself and your coach to get to uh, to America, as we know, the dollar is not our friend these days. Sure. And so, and so, so I did a fundraiser on on Backer Buddy, um, where I had some some amazing donations from people that I'd never even met and just knew me from social media. And then, um, and then I got some really, really great sponsors, um, uh, uh, Justin Devaris from Daytona Group and Mark from Lotto Star and 
Sunaid Motti from Motti Moves, and they were the ones who really put in um, put in the, uh, some some good backing and actually actually got me there. So it was fantastic just to have that, you know, because you need uh, as an athlete you need to go and you need to be able to also still train while you're there and eat well while you're there. And so, so Miami is not a Costly. definitely not a cheap place, yeah. But yeah. It's, it's it's a big it's a big price tag. So it was amazing to have the donations from the people that I did get from. Sure. And the actual competition, I mean, being there in Miami, as you say, this is huge. Um, all these athletes from all over the world coming together. Um, you not, I mean, you haven't been doing it for long. You, you said you woke up to it in 2021. That's not long. Yeah, and no. there you are. Did you have to pinch yourself? I did. I, I, you know, when, when I got there, it was everything I expected and more. You know, it was just this, this huge uh, like celebration of fitness. But, you know, you, you arrive there and, and it's you with all the elite athletes, the best in the world. You know, the guys that you see on TV, you're now rubbing shoulders with them in the athletes' warm-up area, you know. So <laughs> I think to take it in the first two days, it was, it was such an overwhelming thing. And I think after my second workout, it was a, it was a night workout. We were on like a, a, almost a, a stage on the water. And we'd just finished the workout. It was a really tough one. And, and my coach just like, I, I was completely exhausted. And my coach just said to me, he said, look, just, he said, sit back, look at where you are and just, just, just look where you've come. You know, <laughs> I said three years ago, you told me, uh, maybe one day we'll go to Waterpalooza and we laughed, you know, and he said, now we're here, you know, so it's, it, it really was a, an incredible thing. And when it finally settled, it was just quite amazing. Yeah. And you think, Darren, I mean, as I said right at the beginning, this horrific incident in your home from being so active to being paralyzed from the, the, the chest down um, and all the demons you had to face, you were, you, you know, your faith was important. As you said, your wife, I think she was your girlfriend at the time and yeah. um, all this incredible support. Um, and, and what a, what a huge, what a huge achievement. Um, I mean, the Darren before that terrible night, um, would he even have dreamt that this Darren now at this, uh, Wadapalooza, that that was even a possibility? I, I don't think so. I think if you told me what was going to happen and, and, you know, that would be life. I don't think, I think because when it happened, I, I almost felt like all my, my chances of, of sporting accolades had kind of gone out the window, you know, and, and that was, that was a, a reality that I dealt with was like, you know, here you want, you want to be a, um, you want to be a, a, a South African rugby player, but now you, you struck down like this, you know, and I think, I think you you lose a lot of hope, and I, and I obviously lost a lot of hope. I mean, when I was in hospital, I um, I tried. I think my 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 biggest challenge was sitting in a lazy boy for five minutes without passing out because of blood pressure and circulation and all of that. And so it was um, it was it was a tough time. And and when I sat, uh, you know, when my coach did say to me, "Just take it in and look where you are," I thought I thought back to that time. I just, yeah, I was just like uh, overcome with emotion, you know, because yeah. it's just like you, you've come so far. So I think mm. the biggest thing for me was just the, 
the ability to achieve something in this position after all the adversity I'd been through. I, never mind even winning the bronze, just just being there, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and 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 getting a podium on top of it was just uh, it was amazing. Honestly, Darren, it's just phenomenal, and you really should be commended. Which it's just phenomenal. So I started off the show and I said, you know, usually by the end of January, there's some people who they are, they still clear on their goals. There are other people where they haven't met, um, you know, certain goals. And now it's like, eh, it doesn't matter anyway. But then the sense of self-doubt comes in. What do you want to say? Because you're someone, oh, my gosh, you set a goal. And and maybe anyone listening to you will be, well, he's different. You know, he's obviously stronger than me or he's got a different mindset or he's got a. Can you just very quickly speak to how you approach goals for those people who are feeling like, yeah, they're kind of being left behind? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, at one stage I looked at it and, and, and I, I felt the same way. You know, I, I looked at these athletes that were kind of more capable than me in terms of their injuries and thought to myself, well, I don't even know why I'm wasting my time because this guy can do so much more than me. How am I supposed to compete with him? You know, and um, and then and then you get down and I, and I, and there were times where I got injured. Uh, I got injured the year before where I actually wanted to qualify and wasn't able to. And so it's easy to get down and just to lose to lose hope and kind of lose sight of the goal because you you think that if all these things come against you, you know how do you how do you keep keep going and, and driving through? And I think for me the the really important part is it's always my faith, but just having the support system of, of my wife and, and the people around you that that pick you up instead of pull you down, you know, and the people that will encourage you to keep going and, and also looking up to people who have, um, who have, you know, achieved things through adversity. I think that's a big thing for me is to look up at people and just to see, you know, if he can do it, I can do it, you know, um, look what they've been through and, and my, you know, I may have gone through this, but, but you know the possibilities are I'm still here and I can still do those things. So mm-hmm. I think you know a mindset is definitely something that that gets stronger as you go. But um, but you don't always have that attitude of just just beating the odds, you know. So it it, it just takes it takes being around the right people and and having the right support and, and looking to the right things, you know. Mm. Thank you, Darren. Thank you so much for that and. Thanks for joining us and for being such an inspiration. As I said, you know, where we where you were in December 2020 with these pulls, the pulling up from your chair and, yeah. you know, having just returned from Miami, as I, as I said, and I'll say it again, just I, I look to you. You said look to someone um, yeah. who inspires you. Well, isn't that amazing? Because a whole lot of people are looking to you. Um, as that inspiration. And there have been, I'm sure, very dark times. Um, but wow, yeah. just, you know, it just, it's beautiful. And um, thank, thank you. you for, and just keep it up. You you are amazing. Thank you. Thank, thank you for you. joining us. No, thanks so much. I, th- I think the, the main message is just to, you know, it, it, yeah, I've been given a second chance and, and I'd, I'd want to make a difference to show people that they're capable of, of much more than they think, you know, if they just, yeah. if they just keep going. Yeah, too true. Thank you, Darren. Take care. Thanks so much. All the best. Good to chat to you again. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.
Wow, Darren Thomas, um, South African para-athlete. And you can always look at the Good Things Guy um, if you haven't signed up for those newsletters where you get, not a newsletter, an email. It is a newsletter. Once a week you get. And it's all good news about South Africa and South Africans. And uh, Darren Thomas was there. And I, I just want to stress something that he said um, about this goal setting is that sometimes you look to other people and you think they are better positioned or they're in a, they're in a better position to reach their goals and mindset is everything and what he said is that your mindset gets stronger so it doesn't matter where you are now if you just are clear about where you want to go and sometimes you're not that clear it's just one step just do the one step maybe have the big picture but just the one step um your mindset gets stronger but what i really liked and i think this is so important is surrounding yourself with people who will support you who believe in you and that means sharing your dreams and ideas with other people it means having these discussions not keeping it close to your heart but really having this community friends people who support you along the way and and having you know the inspiration even if you can have the mentor and you know when i when as i'm saying this i'm, I'm busy thinking about the dl link and i'm thinking about why they have such a powerful impact on people because you they surround a, a, a cancer warrior who's on a journey with the support they are there there's so much to be said for you know a community to be held by people sometimes when we're going through a hard time we withdraw we kind of contract inward because we think we've got to deal with it on our own but you know every person we ever speak to always talks about support people who are there for you every step of the way. It's like, it's like the vital, vital ingredient in overcoming anything in life. So I hope you were inspired, Darren Thomas, South African para-athlete.